Welcome to the Speak and Be Heard special Super Bowl preview episode, now in glorious 3D. And welcome to the new episode. Uh, I'm Adrian Silverman. I'm Luke Walzak. And I'm Corey Flayman. And you're probably wondering why for the first time in a, in a year or so, TJ Peterson isn't here. As you know, I fired him at the end of the last episode. Uh, yeah, he's gone, so I'm going to be looking for a new cast throughout the entire year, trying out different people. Luke Walzak. Uh, so yeah, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you feeling? It's good. It's good to be on a radio show, and people can't see what you look like, so I'd like to say that Luke is currently wearing a tight pink Justin Bieber shirt. Ooh. That's a fact. Yeah, I have Bieber fever. Um, so, it's Super Bowl time. What are you guys? How? What are you guys feeling? I mean, we're gonna get more into the predictions later. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. And now uh, we're gonna move on to Speak of Be Heard's first ever listener feedback session. We have listener. Yeah, I didn't think so. I'm gonna have to edit, update our Wikipedia article. Ooh. You want to start us off, Corey? All right. The first email is from the MVPS email server saying that our inbox is full from emails telling us our inbox is full. All right. Well, our next, our next email is from a Nigerian prince 492, and he's saying, my country has been taken over by an evil tyrant. Please send your social security number so I can save my country. That sounds legit. Yeah. No, oh, I yeah. I'm going to do it. Um... Finally, we have an email from safepc.net saying, Your computer is at risk of being infected by a virus. Please click this link to download our exclusive software that will pre-infect your computer with the Trojan horse, diluting the impact of any future viruses. That sounds very kind of them, actually, to pre-infect my computer for free. That's for very free? nice. Yeah, for It must be good. Okay, NFL playoffs time. It's been a very eventful season, and... Since I'm just a geek who plays Flight Simulator and Luke can't remember anything, Corey, you want to talk to us about this? Yeah, I mean, it's been a great playoff season so far. We had a lot of exciting games. First, I would say the most exciting game for me was the Eagles-Packers game in the wildcard round. You know, the Eagles were pretty much asleep for the whole, whole first half, but they were still able to compete with the Packers. And at the end of the game, if, if Michael Vick's pass was not picked off, you know, the Eagles probably would be in the Super Bowl right now. Um, so that was, uh, I guess, a very important game. Uh, what what other upsets did we get during the wild card round? Uh, well, the Jets beat the Colts. I don't think it was too much of an upset because all the Colts had uh, injuries they had this season. But you know, it was still surprising to see Peyton Manning lose in the playoffs. That never happens. And Jets ended up going on to beat the Patriots, which was pretty much shocking. That yeah, I like Peyton Manning. I was really hoping for a Patriots Steelers game. Uh, I think the Steelers were hoping that too. Probably the NFL would have gotten. Excellent ratings. Uh, I'm voting for the cheeseheads. That came out of nowhere. Um, Packers was, are the cheeseheads, guys? They are? Yeah. Oh, they are. Packers are the cheeseheads. That still came out of nowhere. So you pretty much expected Green Bay, after beating Philadelphia, to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I thought Green Bay or Philadelphia, whoever won that game, was going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, possibly Atlanta could have made it if they could have taken down the Packers in the divisional. It, do you say that because of the team's own strength or because the rest of the... NFC was weak. A little bit of both. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you can't really stop him. You know, we're going to see that uh, this weekend in the Super Bowl that you know, he's tough to take down. Um, such a consistent passer. Michael Vick as well. You know, can do a threat. He's made a great comeback this year. Uh, anything else happened? Anything else of interest during the playoffs so far? I think the biggest surprise is probably the Patriots losing. What was surprising this year in the Patriots, we didn't really have a clear-cut favorite. Usually there's a team that went, you know, like 15-1 and or 16-0, or something like that, the past couple of years, and we really didn't have anyone like that this year. The Colts are usually a clear favorite, but this year with all their injuries, we didn't have that. So the Patriots, 
in my mind, were definitely the favorites to go all the way, which them losing to the Jets in the divisional round is surprising. Uh, what do you make? There were uh, the two games Pittsburgh has played so far really interested me. What do you make of the fact they were down? I think the score was seventeen to three against the uh, against Baltimore at the end of the first half. And then uh, in the second game they played against the New York Jets, uh, they did not score at all in the second half. What do you make of those? Any, are they uh, of interest? I mean, if anything, I think it just shows how strong they are that they're able to overcome that, which is going to help them out in the Super Bowl next week. He's, he's in, what are you thinking? What's going through your head right now? Football. We'll leave it at that. Um, is that it? Anything else during the playoffs, or have we pretty much covered it? I think that's about it. Okay, so it's time to move on to the big one. It's Super Bowl time. Steelers, Packers. Is this going to be a good game or what? I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a close one. Um, I predict the Steelers are going to win. You know, both teams have solid offenses led by the elite quarterbacks that they have. Whoever wins this game, you know, you have to include them in the conversation with, you know, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees as the best quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is so consistent and you know, if uh, Ben Roethlisberger come in his third Super Bowl at this young, that's pretty impressive. I mean, this, what makes a difference though is the Steelers' defense, I think. It's just too tough to overcome. Now, the, his, uh, historically, the Steelers are the winning winningest uh, Super Bowl team. They have won, I believe, six games. Um, they've only lost one in all their appearances. And, you know, I, I have a Wikipedia article in front of me. It's really interesting. Apparently, the Green Bay Packers won the first two Super Bowls. How many Super, uh, Super Bowls have uh, Packers won overall? I should have done this research before, but it, it, no, three. The last Super Bowl, 1997. They won three Super Bowls. There you go. Yep, they've been out for a while. In Super Bowl appearances, Green Bay is 3-1 to one in win-losses. Steelers are 6-1, to one, so Steelers have the... Uh, statistical advantage, but it, it should still be interesting. I agree with Corey. I think the Steelers are going to win. That is no way influenced by the fact I have Mr. Serden as, as my math teacher. <laughs> yeah. Luke, who do you think is going to win? The Cheeseheads. The Cheeseheads! Luke has made his prediction. Okay. Why? Is it just because you like cheese? Or yeah, just like Cheeseheads. They have Cheeseheads. Whatever works. Both these teams are known for being tough like outdoors. They play in the cold atmospheres, Lambeau Field and Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. Um, which obviously being, you know, a nice new state-of-the-art indoor stadium, you know, with a tractable roof, I don't know how that's going to make a difference for either team. But Isn't the Dallas Stadium the one with that new giant flat screen? Oh, yeah. Like the largest screen? Yeah, they it's probably going to mesmerize Mike Tomlin. He's going to be able to call the play. So I could, yeah. that's, where they pre- that's where they premiered the exactly. Avatar trailer. Pretty crazy. That's scary. What, what do you think is going to be the deciding factor? I think the Steelers' defense is just too much. You know, with Troy Palomalu, you know, James Harrison as well on the Steelers' defense, he made a name for himself with the interception two years ago in the Super Bowl right before halftime. So, I mean, their defense is too strong for the Tigers. That brings us to an interesting topic, the the commercials in the Super Bowl. Uh, Everyone loves those. Uh, Although I have to admit they've been going downhill over the past couple of years. They're just not as funny or ever. Yeah, yeah, their production quality is going down. It's not just that. It seems to be more, I mean, all the Budweiser and Bud Light commercials are just slapstick, dumbed-down humor. Yeah. Uh, And the, uh, what's the insurance commercial, the Talking Baby? It was cute the first time. Enough. Yeah. And I heard Doritos had to pull one of their commercials or something. Something like that. Yeah. There's only one company I can rely on for really good commercials year after year, and that is Coca-Cola. I love each and every one of their commercials. I don't commercials. like the Coca-Cola commercials. They're all, like, Why inspirational. They, they had the one with the vending machine parade, the Simpsons one, and then there was the Grand Theft Auto style one where the man 
was like stole like Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, I think that their commercials are original and I don't like them. I hate the, the stupid polar bear ones. You can always rely on GoDaddy also. Don't see that scene, Danica Patrick every year in Super Bowl. Oh, Danica Patrick. Yeah, but who's Danica yeah. Patrick? One of the worst NASCAR drivers there is. Everyone loves her because she's a woman, and she and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any last comments for the Super Bowl? Gonna be a great game. Looking forward to eating a lot of food. Okay, well, you could watch it uh, this. Uh, what, what time is it? Sunday on Fox at what time? Like seven or nine. Seven um, or nine. Yeah, yeah apparently, uh, Bill O'Reilly's gonna be interviewing Obama right before the game. Yeah. Yeah, but that, no one's gonna, no one's gonna care about that. It's the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Obama's just gonna be talking about the Bears regardless. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I can't believe he was actually... If he went to the Super Bowl, if the Bears won, that would have been a security fiasco. Getting everyone screened like that. Well, they they have a... a, It's still a crazy time with the Super Bowl, regardless. I think I read somewhere on the internet that they have, like, a a bunch of big screens outside the stadium, and they're going to charge, like, $500 or something if you want to sit outside the stadium and watch on, like, their grass lawn on one of their screens. That is... A joke. I don't want yeah. to be on the city on itchy ass grass. Exactly. I sit on my couch. And that should pretty much do it. Um, Super Bowl this Sunday. Uh, one game, one moment, one victory. Uh, mark your place in history. Final prediction. Do you think Steelers? You have Steelers score? Or a close one. Close one. I think it'll be Steelers. Um, and Luke. Cheeseheads. The cheeseheads. And that does it. Um, hope you enjoy the game. While we have you trapped in your seat, let's talk about the other football. I'm, of course, talking about football, or as you might know it as, soccer. Goal! It's evident that it's becoming popular ever since Landon Donovan crashed the internet earlier this year. Uh, soccer is becoming popular. Any comments? Yes. I mean, I never really was a big fan of soccer. I played when I was about four years old and I hated it. You didn't. Exactly. But, uh, you know, I never really was a fan of it professionally. Um, this year with the World Cup, though, I kind of tried to get myself to like it. And I found myself with that second game. I was in the car, unable to watch. I found myself like, like desperately looking for stats on my phone. All I remember was when we did lose that close game. I was so upset, and then I thought to myself, "Why am I getting this upset about soccer? Soccer, soccer is cool. Like I, I always get excited about it. Like during the, the World Cup, like Corey said. But like besides that, like no one really pays attention to it. Yeah. Like after yeah, the MLS is. He's never been relevant. MLS? Yes. Ma- uh, I think Major League Major Soccer. soccer. He's in here, but it's as relevant as... a total a... of 10 fans over the five years. <laughs> it's as, it's as relevant as arena football. Yeah. I mean, arena football is that. <laughs> I don't even know what these are. What, what bothered me about the World Cup was the lack of the replays technology. You know, I come to expect that now from baseball, but... I remember probably at least three times that a game was decided because the refs couldn't replay a decision on a goal or an offside or something, which was very frustrating. One of the big it's 2011. Well, one of the things about soccer is that it's an uninterrupted game. You don't just pause in the middle. The clock keeps running, and that's a problem. Maybe if they could uh, do things like those during halftime and after the second half. Maybe they could. You can't during the game. Yeah, snack. Right? Yeah, I think that soccer really needs a technology update. I mean, I think a lot of soccer fans are going to hate me for saying such ignorant things, but the fact that they have the running clock with stoppage time, it's like, you know, in 2011, I think we should hire someone to be able to start and stop the clock. I think just the concept of stoppage time is so outdated and to me. It's very easy to The thing with soccer right? is that the flow of the game, the fact that the game never stops, is the... Is the a drawing point right, at I least mean, outside of America? I just mean like when the ball goes out of bounds or guys goes oh, to an yeah. injury where they would count stoppage time, just stop the clock, and when it gets back up, 
Zoom in. I, I heard that FIFA was considering investing in goal line technology, but they put the money to hiring bodyguards for Diego Maradona. Because he is going to be killed. And now, of course, it's time for the top five. This week's topic, the top five sports stories of 2010. Number five, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Cliff Lee right over. Number four, reading the story on ESPN.com that LeBron was announcing his decision to announce his decision later that week. Alright, uh, number three, the World Cup opens with a Men in Black style neutralizer flash, making us forget that the Winter Olympics ever happened. Number two, Allstate Car Insurance leaves NASCAR after deciding that a sport where fans cheer car crashes is not a good venue to sponsor car insurance. And number one, the Isner-Mahout tennis match game time lasted longer than all the NFL playoff games combined. And that's your top five. Prior to the snap, ball start on the offense, number one, penalty, still second down. Okay, I am now being told by a referee, yes, radio shows have referees, we needed that ever since we went to 3D. Um, that we just had a false start penalty and we need to replay the top five. I can't believe we got penalty. Um, okay, a lot. so we're going to do this again. Uh, so this time it's going to be the top five sports predictions for 2011. So here we go again. Let's try this. Number five. The NHL replaces TMA Impact as the highest rated fighting-based TV program. When asked to comment, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman says, I always dreamed of a world where we were still relevant. Number four, the Cleveland Cavaliers become the first team to be expelled from the NBA because it was pulling down everyone's averages. Number three, the Miami Heat continue their all-star team mentality by hiring Tom Brady, Derek Jeter, and Jimmy Johnson. Number two, the Miami Dolphins become homeless in an attempt to play better. <laughs> and number one, Tiger Woods, Ben Roethlisberger, and Kobe Bryant formed the League of Extramarital Gentlemen. Okay, and that's our top fives for this week. And that just about does it for our special sports Super Bowl episode of Speaking Be Heard. Uh, any closing comments? You can hit us up on Facebook or our Twitter. You can check out some of our tweets. And we have an email. That's right. As we said last time, we have an email now. It's speakandbeheard at gmail.com. Do you need me to spell it out for you? Yes. That's what I... You're fired. You can't fire me. Uh, you are fired. In fact, Corey, you're fired too. I only needed you for football. Both okay. of you are fired. You can't fire me because I quit. But, but I'm too beautiful to be fine. Um, okay, let's wrap this up. Tune into us next time. We're going to try to do an Oscar prediction episode. So, signing out. Lucas Walzak, Corey Flamen. And I'm Adrian Silverman. This is Speak and Be Heard.